So this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh, baby, that was good. I am stupid. I like to cook slop. Do you want to top that slop? Thought we were going to have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into... Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This episode is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video games. My name is Jimmy, and I like dressing up in a suit and tie. My name is Jeff, and baloney doesn't deserve the bad rep it gets. My name is Dan, and I just had to add another box to my comic book collection. Wow! Jimmy... What do you like about dressing up in a suit and tie? I feel handsome. Okay, Um, you know what? You know what, Jimmy? I like that. I like that. (laughs) Glow up. I took a selfie yesterday, and I was like, yo, I I look good. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the reason why you like this, Jim, is because you don't wear a suit regularly. So for you, it's like cosplay. It's like a fun event. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, it it is very rare. I went to a wedding yesterday and I was like, yo, I'm excited to actually like dress up and look good. Mm. And that's nice. Yeah. You know, you had to wear it every day. You'd be like, I hate this shit. Yeah, probably. I had to wear a tie every day for like six months before COVID hit and I hated it. But I get what you're saying, because sometimes when you pull off like that perfect shirt tie combination, you're like, yo, I look neat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I inherited a suit from Jimmy's stepfather who sadly passed away. Um, but it's the first time I've owned a suit. I had it like custom tailored to me and I look good in it. I felt good in it. It's good for self-esteem. Oh, yeah. I'll send you guys a picture right now. Cute. I'm sending Ooh. it over to the text messages. Not but um, cool. yeah, I had, I had a... I had a good time yesterday at a wedding for uh, my partner's sister, and it was great. It was very fun. Nice, uh, Jeff. Uh, d- yeah, I heard you let out a big uh, a big exhale when I said that I added another box for comics. It's not as impressive as it sounds because I know that in your mind you're thinking of those like short or long boxes that hold like a lot of comic books. You added the magazine box. Re- exactly. I'm referring okay. To that the was box. that was my next question because um and actually. I have a fun fact related to that. So we oh, we almost lined up perfectly, but it'll be on another episode. <laughs> Cute. Your princess is in another castle. <laughs> yeah. That's a video game reference. Um, what did you add? What um, series did you add it for? Because you do it by so, series, right? Yeah, exactly. So basically, like the way my organization system works is that uh, I group things together and put them in the magazine box. So. I started to notice that I had a lot of stuff and anything that like isn't big enough for a magazine box is just like loose on the shelf. So I started to notice and this is going to come as a surprise to you, Jeff, because I used to make fun of this series a lot when we were younger, but I had a lot of issues with Daredevil. Oh, yeah. You're getting into Daredevil now. Yeah. So I had the Chip Zdarsky run in trade paperback. But um, since that ended, well, temporarily, I've also been picking up um, Devil's Reign, which is like a crossover event, yep. and also some like Electra miniseries that like stumbled out of that. So I gathered up all those and I made a Daredevil miscellaneous box. Well, do you guys? What a hipster! Daredevil shows up in <laughs> Spider Man, and now Dan's getting all into Daredevil. Jimmy, it predates that. Come on, it's more just because uh-huh. I really like Chip Zdarsky. Do you guys just want to transition real quick into talking ourselves into? Because I could use my talking myself into, which is the same exact topic, really. <laughs> sure. All right. Why so, not? yeah, talking ourselves into for people during the segments. Jeff is just turning this podcast into a random, like, let's just sit around. <laughs> it's not random. Rather than segments. just breaking and coming back, let's just have a natural flow conversation. That's what talk me into is. We're just friends hanging out, talking about stuff, right? That's what you think it is. Well, okay. Next segment. Do, do, do. We're here uh, talking ourselves <laughs> into is <laughs> every week we talk, we tell each other what we've been talking ourselves into. Don't even say it, lately. Jeff. This is just friends talking. 
Okay, well, just friends talking is just going to be me sitting in the background quiet until one of you says something I don't like and me calling you losers. <laughs> Jeff, what um, have you been talking yourself into this week? Well, you it's funny you bring up organizing in magazine boxes because I am talking myself into organizing. And one of those things is putting my comics in a magazine box, which I got the idea from you and you got it from, I think, a mutual friend of ours. Um, but I, yeah, I mentioned Ian. I Ian mentioned his wife on an earlier episode. My TOI was iPad. And I mentioned how I was reading Ninja Turtles comics. Well, I read everything digital that's available. <laughs> so I was like, I need to bag and board like the last 30 issues. So I did that, bagged and board them. And they all fit from issue 100 to 127. And um, one of these magazine boxes I got from Ikea for like 50 cents. And uh, it feels good. It feels good just getting them all protected, uh, bagged up. And just in a in a thing, and I, I kind of want to go back and just do the rest of the series in reading order um, with all the minis and stuff. And, you know, I, I got maybe a dozen of those boxes and, you know, just just have them on a shelf. Easy access. Yeah. So I'm not digging through short boxes in my basement. Um, and then the other yeah, thing. Two things. Yeah. Um, number one. Did you say you fit 127 issues into one magazine box from no. issue 100 to 127? Which is oh, the newest issue out. Issues. Yeah. And I can fit more. Like right now they rest in there comfortably, but if I squeeze them together, I can easily get another 10 in there. Um, yeah. Second thing I wanted to interject is if you're interested, I could send you the file uh, that I made a template to that's the a right size. So you could put the logo of the, the turtles and like the issue numbers, right. print it out and put it on the box. Yeah, I have to do that next, but that's that's further down the line. But you can send that to me if you want. Yeah, because it's then, sized correctly. The other thing that like organizing in general, that's one thing. But like I got a whole lot of magic cards that are in no particular order that <laughs> that I'm just like, I need to do something. I need to put all my decks in one place. I need some kind of filing <laughs> system. It's not like I have a ridiculous amount, but like. I have enough to warrant a uh, some some sort of organization. Um, you know, some people have crazy systems because they have an infinite amount of cards, way more than I do. But but I just need some. I want some kind of system where I can find my my decks and sort out my cards. And I don't know how I'm going to sort them yet by set, by rarity. Right now, they're just kind of by color, and I keep all my rares and mythics in a binder, but. Other than that, there's not much else to it. Jeff, yeah, take a cue from the film High Fidelity and sort them autobiographically. <laughs> so to find a card, you have to remember what you were doing in your life when you bought that card. <laughs> Man, that's it's funny, but it's also true. Like every record store I've been to, except for like Red Scroll and maybe Generations, is kind of like that. <laughs> Where is everything? It should be over here. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh jimmy what are you talking yourself into this week uh i am talking myself into I, I would say even for the past month um finishing up avatar the last airbender which i'm not i'm not finished up with it now but uh we are currently um almost done with the second season of three seasons so i'm very close to finishing nice. but uh man that show is real good guys uh you guys should definitely finish it up yeah after, all three of us spoilers were talked into it so after uh, our episode, i highly recommend it after the episode we did i i watched several more episodes and i really liked it but i fell off for some reason last night i was scrolling through netflix and it was avatar and Korra right next to each other and i'm like i gotta finish this yeah, it's really good. Uh, second season was way darker than the first season. Um, it it definitely, I don't really think like tonally. Um, obviously, like tonally, like the the writing and stuff got a lot darker. But like, it still is like it's not like they went like Batman the animated series like dark or whatever. Right. It's just like it's just very. Uh, the story is is just a lot like a uh, lot sadder and uh, really good. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been really enjoying it. I'm looking forward to finishing it up, uh, hopefully pretty soon. But it's really good. I've been really getting into it. Nice. Yeah. Dan, what are you talking yourself into? I'm talking myself into, um, hmm, don't know really how to classify this. I wouldn't say watching it, uh, more like falling asleep to um, <laughs> restoration videos on YouTube. <laughs> I feel uh, like okay. everything you just said is the most Dan thing one could ever say 
Well, just everything like, about it is just so you. I'm an anxious person. Uh, if I just like go in my room with the lights off and the TV off and try to go to sleep, my mind will race with a dozen fears and worries that I can't <laughs> get rid of. So I like to have something to just drown that out. So um, typically, like in the past, I've fallen asleep to you know what I would classify as fun fun shows, but sometimes I actually do want to know what's going on in those shows. Like I'm sick of like rewatching the same episode of Bob's Burgers five times because I never get to the end. I fall asleep. So mm. lately, I don't even know like how this came up. Probably because I started I subscribed to Adam Savage's YouTube channel, but recommendations started to come in for like these restoration videos and uh they're pretty much asmr i don't know if you guys have you watched any of these yep yeah a lot of those like pop up on my facebook feed or whatever um i had a i had a period of time where like i was just getting weird recommended videos on facebook and like i was just down for it i watched the same like restoration video of like a um a bread cutter like it was like really cool Yeah, and uh, I've seen videos that are just like that or whatever, which is partially why I'm off Facebook because I don't want to see those anymore. Yeah, so so they're dumb, but they're good to fall asleep to. Uh, I like the ones that have no talking or narration. It's just like video montage of people restoring old, um, old pieces of equipment. And actually my favorite one, because I am sort of interested in this, is a series where a guy restores vintage cast iron pans. I oh, like that. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Watch uh, restoration <laughs> so, videos so, yeah. to fall asleep to. If you're falling asleep within, <laughs> like, a 22-minute episode, I, I mean, you could just put on anything and fall asleep. So, I think this is a good idea for you because it's just dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. I agree. Well, these are, like, 12-minute episodes. The only problem with them is because I don't have YouTube TV... It'll be this like calm, soothing video of like someone like repairing an, an old coffee grinder. And then it's like 2022 Toyotathon. Come down here exactly. and buy a truck, you fucking yeah. idiot. Sorry, Jim. The ads are so aggressive that I'm like, huh, huh. <laughs> cool. But yeah, fall asleep to restoration videos, guys. It's good for you. I think. Like it. Okay, fellas, uh, this month we've been talking about all things teenaged and mutant and ninja while also being turtles. And it's the time of the month when uh, Jeff has demanded that we speak about video games. Uh, so, <laughs> demanded. Yes. Uh, as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rose to popularity, um, a lot of guys in suits went to Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird and said, we can make a lot of money if we do these things. And one of them was video games. Uh, That's right. So this week we're going to talk about some of those video games, some some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, specifically, Jimmy, which um, this is going to be sort of one big old segment because you can't really spoil a video game unless you can, right. which we will. Jim, which video <laughs> games are we going to hit on? All right. So we can kind of go. I'm going to kind of go in chronological sure. order, yeah. um, especially from like what uh, I think what our exposure to them was. Um, so the first one I definitely had to hit upon. Um, I played a bunch of these a couple of days ago just because I wanted to like refresh on like what the gameplay was and like what some of the um, <laughs> gameplay style and like the characters and the plots, stuff like that. Um, so the first one that I hit upon because it was my first Turtles video game, which I'm assuming is probably going to be Dan's as well, which is the NES Turtles video game. Yeah. Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, just called the arcade NES. game really it was originally an arcade game and then they ported it over to nes which was very common at that time well there is a teenage Mutant Ninja turtles arcade game that was released in 1989 that's not the same hmm. yeah i believe the nes game is different because it's a platformer whereas oh, the arcade yeah, yeah, game is right. a beat em up you're right yeah. you're right yeah good you're job right. jeff i wow. remember this because <laughs> i love the arcade game but did not love the NES game, which I owned. Yeah, exactly. They, we are going to touch upon the arcade yeah, games. They, they, did, soon, they did also port over the arcade game to the NES. So Yes, they did. I, I apologize I did for my confusion. That one, yes, that, that one is... was known as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Yes, that's correct. Um, so the first one for NES, um, 
is a bad game. I don't think there's one person in the world that actually likes this game. I mean, I played the hell out of it. Like Leonardo, he jumps up and like pokes his sword up and goes boop, boop. Yeah. Yep. Leonardo is the best one to play at because he has the longest range. Well, maybe Donatello. um, He always dies immediately because that game is hard and it's not good. Yeah. Why is this game so hard? Uh, is a question that I ask myself a lot as a young person. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, also, it's for kids. It should be not that difficult, but it is. It's it's very difficult. It's a side scroller. Um, the villains make no sense. What are they at all? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Have any theory why those villains exist, what they are, or anything? <laughs> I really don't know. I'm pretty sure this has been like touted as one of the worst games for the uh nintendo no Just like nobody way. really likes it really yeah it's yeah for sure what's the farthest you guys got in this game i can never get past, oh not like, far i think the underwater level is the farthest i got oh i never even gotten that far i didn't play i didn't play this game that often it was mostly either with you dan or like if a friend had <laughs> it or something but um Jeff, yeah, did you beat I, this I've never game? gotten that far. No, I never beat this one. I got pretty far, but I never beat it. It's just an odd game. Like besides what we talked about, the villains and stuff. I also don't understand why. Okay. So there's the main levels, which are like traditional side scrollers. You know, you walk along, you kill the enemies, you jump up, you get out. But then why is right. there that and then you weird... go to like an overworld? Yeah, a menu thing where you have to choose your world, but it's like severely limited and you can actually get killed in there too. <laughs> so I didn't strange. know you can get killed. That's funny. Yeah, there's like something that can kill you out there. Damn. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean uh, the the second stage when they're in the the river, it's just impossible. Yeah, that's I never made it past yeah. that. <laughs> Everything can electrocute you and kill you. It's yep. very tough. Yeah, it's a very hard game. But um, So the next one that I played, and we can kind of talk about these um, together because I think they are basically, they're a very similar game, is the Turtles arcade game and Turtles in Time. Um, yeah. What is your guys' like exposure to these? These were the shit. Like this is, this is when you think yep. about a Ninja Turtle game, I would say most of the time between the technically... So technically, the arcade game, Dan is right, they they marketed it as, as Turtles 2, the arcade game, but then Turtles in Time is technically Turtles, the arcade game 4. And then yeah. Turtles in Manhattan is number three. So like those three games to me, is that's what I think of when I think about like Nintendo Ninja Turtle games, mm. like OG, just like the, the beat-em-ups. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of like where the turtles get their like video game influences. Like we'll see later on. Um, I'm going to be talking, I'm sure we'll talk about the, the one that's based off the two, two K three game, we will. but that they basically, and I mean, turtles in time slash turtles arcade game. I think that those games influence that game a lot. Yeah. I mean, and it, um, it's not something unique to Ninja turtles. This is just a type of video no. game, like double dragon yep, and all, beat them up. all those games. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember sure. um, the arcade game. I kind of grouped them together because I'm when you're a kid and you see a Ninja Same. Turtles arcade game, you just play it. Uh, you just like demand quarters from your parents, and uh, <laughs> I just remember them being fun, like button smashery type games. Um, Jimmy, I think you just referenced Double Dragon. That that comes to mind. Also, like the earlier Street Fighter kind of vibe comes to mind. Um, yeah, I I mean I, these are the type of games where I don't know really anything about the plot because. You'd play them for five minutes before you went to go see a movie or something, right. and you're just and smashing in, people up. And and Turtles in Time, they they did Turtles in Time reshelled in 2009. They just like yep. redid all the graphics and stuff. It was such a fun game to play on my PlayStation Three. <coughs> yeah, I remember when they did that. Um, do you guys have any like memories of playing it? Like, do you have like a specific arcade cabinet you used to go to? Yeah, I mean there were there were arcades like you would go to Chuck E. Cheese or there was a yep. place in Milford, Connecticut, um, called what what the hell was it even called? Milford Amusement Smiles? Center, I think. Yeah, it, oh. it it then turned into Smiles when we like we were in high school before they knocked it down and made a Banera bread. Uh, but yeah, it was just called Milford Amusement <laughs> Center, and they had Qzar, which was laser tag and all that. But yeah, I mean nice. there I played it. Who didn't play at multiple arcades in the eighties and nineties? 
I think um, one of my fundamental memories of this game, and I think one of the reasons why I also group it together with Street Fighter is because they also had that cabinet, was uh, we took a family cruise. Jimmy, you were but a child at the time. Yeah. Um, but we it was like through Carnival Cruise, which was marketed as like a family cruise line, and they had uh, like, <laughs> like a kid's program, which is a place where parents right. could park their kids for like free babysitting and then go have the actual fun. And uh, there was different levels of that kids program. So you were in the little kids program with like little toddlers. There was like a ball pit and they had like right. some computer games that you refused to share and you had to be forcibly removed. Uh, Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, they actually paged your parents over the intercom of the whole cruise ship saying, Mr. And Mrs. Fitch, please come to the blah, 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 because your son <laughs> refuses to share the video games. Uh, I was <laughs> in the awesome. older group that we did a lot of different things like scavenger hunts and stuff. But one of the cool things we did was they had an arcade room where all the cabinets were unlocked, meaning you didn't put, need yep. to put any coins and you could just play, play as much as you want. And they had the two that I remember playing the most were, I don't know if it was the original TMNT arcade game or turtles in time, but one of them and also, uh, Street Fighter. So I just remember playing a lot of those on that trip. Nice. I mean, even Tur Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project, doesn't get as much love as Turtles in Time, which I think is, you know, uh, a shame. This one is great. Like, this starts out when they're just on vacation <laughs> on the beach, hanging out, and they're like, <laughs> they're just fighting mm -hmm. ninjas on the beach, and they're surfing, and it's just so cool. It's the same exact... I don't think I've ever played that one. Oh, it's great. It's the same uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up game, um, but I just have a lot of memories of that. Like, the like the animations in between the levels where it's just cool. Like April's reporting and Shredder's trying to blow up everything. Cause he's a dodo bird. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, in between, uh, this and my next game that I, I wanted to talk about, I believe there was a game boy game that was like pretty good. I've heard it's kind of short, but I've heard a lot of people say that it's kind of decent. There's a, I don't know I if mean, you guys if, have any, I was looking at the Wikipedia page to kind of make the list, uh, to guide us through and there are mm -hmm. an infinite number of Game Boy games, handheld games, pinball oh, machines, yeah. weird like uh, Amiga, Atari games that I've never even heard of. There's uh, so many different games. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Basketball uh, released in 1991. <laughs> handheld electronic game. Like these are those little tiger handheld games that like you just buy at a grocery store. Right. I remember those the <laughs> LCD games. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a time. I never played any of the Game Boy games. Apparently, there was three of them. Um, like Jeff referenced, there's there's just a lot lot happening. Um, let's see, Jimmy, if the next one you wanted to talk about is what I dipped into next. Yep, um, that is going to be the 2K3 one that was for GameCube slash PS2. Oh wow, Xbox, you're you're, sk you're skipping yeah. ahead a lot. There are a couple I want to touch on before then. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. One of what them, do you want to talk one about? One of them that I never I never owned it, but I know I played it. It was for the Sega Genesis, and it was called the Hyperstone Heist. Um, it was just like an updated 32-bit, mm. same kind of style, uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up. I don't have many memories of that game. And it's supposedly a sequel to Turtles in Time. Yeah, it's, it's technically the fourth one. <laughs> Um, because it was released by Konami, so they did all those games. Right. Yeah. And then the other game was Tournament Fighters, which came out in 93. Mm, and it was on Sega. fighting game. Sega and the NES. And I never owned it at the time, but I did play... Um, I played it on an emulator in, like, the early 2000s. That's when I started playing it. And that's a fun game. Um, that's like a... Yeah. It's just like a, a beat-em-up pretty much no not beat him up it's it's a fighting game like a Mortal it's a Kombat, one to one fighting game it's based on the same like engine or whatever of street fighter yep yeah exactly I'm street just, fighter just reading about it i've never heard about this game before but street fighter mortal Kombat, like all those games were huge and then this game comes out and like they have some cool characters like you can be karai you can be casey jones you could be uh the manta ray guy Ray Filet, I think nice. his name is. Yeah, there's a bunch of like cool playable characters. And at that time for Ninja Turtles, like you could pretty much just be the Ninja Turtles. You can't really be any of the other side characters. Um, right. And then they just have generic Triceraton, which is very cool. Um, I'm looking at the character, the player select right now. There's uh, Krang as an Utram. Oh, there's another lady and I can't remember her name. Uh, Asuka. And, oh. A ninja girl seeking to open her own dojo. 
Yeah, and then there's like a this too. There's a bug guy, and it, it was it was fun. It's like so nineties, dude. Like the is. descriptions are like uh, a cybernetic shark from the future, it, and the and the backgrounds so are just <laughs> so corny. But like, it, it's totally nineties, and I love it. The Rat King, a deranged homeless man who cast oh, away humanity and considers himself a rat, even though he has not been mutated. I like that Rat King better than what they've done recently, making it like a supernatural guy. Mm. Interesting. Um, all right, Jimmy. But yeah, so- I never, I never played any of those. My next foray was, as Jimmy referenced, the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game. I had it for <laughs> PS2. Jimmy, did you own yep. this game for GameCube? <laughs> Yep. Well, I owned it for PS2. Um, I played it uh, the other day on a GameCube emulator, but um, yeah, I did originally play it on on the PS2 as well, and uh, it is a very good game. So at, when I this really came out, it. I was like, I don't play video games. Those are for babies, but I watch Saturday morning cartoons, which are for adult men <laughs> who have graduated yeah. high school and are, are now in college, but my brother had an Xbox, so I just bought it for Xbox and used his, and this was like one of the first games that like on my own, I remember beating like as an adult. Yeah, same. And That's I was so proud game. of myself. Yeah, yeah, it is, but it was still fun, and like at the time, I'm so into the 2K3 series, and I'm like, oh, all these characters from the 2K3 series are in here, and it's really yep. fun and awesome, and like, it's just corny. They have like the same sayings and stuff, and you know, it's... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's very so, basic. Like, let's talk pros and cons of this game. Like, pros is that it feels like you're controlling the 2003 animated series. Like, yeah. the representation yep. of the characters, the world, the voice acting is very, very close to the cartoon. Uh, I also think it's just a fun, like, button masher. The gameplay is sort of like a three-dimensional side-scroller, I'd say. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's kind of similar to a beat-em-up, but it's more in, like, three dimensions. Yeah. Whereas, like, you can't you can't keep going until, like, you beat waves of enemies, so, which is similar to, like, a beat-em-up. In, yeah, in my head, this reminds me a lot. The way it's, like, a, a beat-em-up, but it's also, like, you can move in three dimensions reminds me a lot of a game that I played as a kid on my uncle's Sega Saturn or Sega CD, which was Streets of Fury, I think it was called, or Streets yep. of Rage. Do you remember that game? Yep. And this reminds me a, a lot of an updated version of that as far as, like, gameplay. Mm. Let's talk about the cons, though. Jimmy. Jeff, you referenced yeah. the the phrases. This is very annoying. <laughs> yep. They only have like one phrase each, and it's repeated over and over <laughs> again infinitely. Every time you yeah, hit someone. Yeah, it's so funny. Also, like, you can hit any button, and it's just like the same attack combos over and over again. So there's really not. Yeah. Like, like a villain comes at you, and you just like, blah, 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 and then they're gone. Well, right. I mean, it, it it's, gets more it's almost in the vein there of like, a little bit more strategy. I mean,. There were three games in this series. There was this one, number two, Battle Nexus, and number three, Mutant Nightmare. <coughs> and they all improved yep. upon the previous one um, while incorporating different aspects of the TV show into them. Yeah, I never yeah, played I've only Yeah, same here. Um, I do want to, though, but I, I probably will want to watch the actual 2K3 series and finish it before I do that. Um, because it does kind of like... It, you're basically playing like what happens in the season um the first video game is like basically the beginning of the of the 2k3 series well i remember loving all three of these games um and in battle nexus there's like tournaments you have to play in between two so it's a little different but critical reception mm-hmm. for teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 battle nexus battle nexus received a mostly negative critical reception getting a 1.5 out of 5 score on GameSpy and 6 out of 10 from ign <laughs> reviewers complained of repetitive gameplay poor controls and terrible ai they're not wrong <laughs> but i love turtles that's funny i like turtles yeah, yeah. It, so jeff you're referencing three there's actually four yeah, there, there was, are four, uh, but uh, the blah, blah, what's it called? The mutant melee. Mutant, the last me- one? mutant melee is it's not a side scroller. It no. is it's like a fighting game, just like well, it's kind of like Smash Brothers, really. Exactly. Um, That's which what was, was going to say? Yeah, did you ever play that? Uh, mutant melee or Smash Brothers? Mutant melee. I have not. I've seen demos of it. Oh, I haven't man. either. You guys stink. It feels Jim- <laughs> like a, a TMNT skin over Super Smash Brothers, though, basically. 
That's mm. 100% what it is. And I loved it. It was That's so funny. fun because I was like, I don't want to be a stupid Mario Pokemon guy. I want to be Shredder and a Triceraton <laughs> and Casey Jones and Hun. Like it was just, it was crazy dumb. It was just so much fun. Um, I don't know if it's actually good because I haven't played it in a very long time. Um, I have the disc, but I don't have an Xbox anymore because I sold everything. Huh. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's it was a very fun game when it came out. But yeah, they have all the different modes, just like Super Smash Brothers does, like King of the Hill, Keep Away, Last Man Standing, all that stuff. Mm. So. Yeah, and in between, um, or I guess after that, we kind of see some plug-and-play games. Those were really popular at the time in, like, the mid-2000s, where, like, there were the uh, uh, Capcom ones, there were Konami ones, where you literally just plug in into the system and the controller is the game. Um, oh, yeah. Were those, those original were games, popular. or were they, like, redos of previous games? They look like original games. They're um, they're all listed for, like, TMNT Battle for the City, TMNT Mutants of Monsters Mayhem, uh, oh. Way of the Warrior, The Power of Four. Oh, The Power of Four was a mobile game, but... There was also um, apparently, and I kind of remember seeing this, but I don't think I ever played it, a game based on the 2007 animated movie. Yep. Yeah, That's there what was. I was going to talk about. I... I I haven't played it, and apparently it's like a hack and slash yeah, kind of game. When the movie came out, I got like the special Walmart exclusive that came with the PC version, which I don't play games on the PC, but it's just like a CD-ROM. Um, and it was dumb. You know, it, it wasn't great. It was just kind of like a hack and slash. Just like you're just it's a side scroller with the, the design of the movie characters. There's nothing really memorable in it. Um, the then, gameplay um, article on the uh, the Wikipedia says that it's basically a rehash of the uh, like the mechanics of Prince of Persia, which is a game that I never played, but I'm very with. popular at the time. Yeah. And then so um, also with those same characters, like the 2007 <laughs> movie, you have another beat em up game called Smash Up, which is like Super Smash Brothers. And I got that for the Wii because I think at the time somebody I was living with had a Wii and I played it like once and it's not good. <laughs> it's like really <laughs> not good. Hmm. Um, did you guys play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows based on the 2000 no. series? I was just looking at that on Wikipedia and I vaguely remember it coming out and I remember being excited for it. But then I just read that it got really bad reviews. Oh, so yeah, no, it was it was a garbage it. fire. I bought it for like 10 bucks because the price dropped yeah. almost immediately. And it's incredibly bad. Uh, it's it's, oh, it's just yeah, it's just like a really shitty mobile game. But you needed to play it on a console. Mm. Yeah, so there there are a bunch of like stuff that was kind of like tie ins with the Michael Bay movie. There's a tie-in with like the 2012 series. Yeah, it's sure. just like mobile games, or whatever, just or just generic, like generic. Like make this a Ninja Turtles, right? Put it out. Exactly. Um, the next one and kind of the last one that I was really wanting to talk about before talking about the future of like TMNT games was uh, Mutants of Manhattan, which is a game that was made. Um, I'll look up the uh, creator Platinum Games. Which they they made a lot of like big hack and slash games. Um, they made a Transformers game, I believe, a little bit before that that got pretty good critical praise for people I that like those that kinds game, of yeah. games. Yeah, um, I played a little bit of it a couple of days ago because I remember buying it when it came out and I was excited for it. Um, not really my type of gameplay, but like it definitely is kind of fun to just sort of like roam around New York city and just beat up bad yeah, guys. It came, out but... in, it came out in 2016 and it has like, yep. it has like the IDW aesthetic. It's not super related to, Similar. to the comic book, but yeah, it seems like a more mature cinematic movie. It's still a pretty dumb gameplay and button matching yep. like, yeah, sure. You have to learn combos and stuff and you can do more than a couple moves, which is cool. I Agreed. like that you can do yeah. more stuff, but it, yeah, it did seem very dumb. I, I never beat it. I played, I think I maybe like halfway through and I, I honestly, I got bored of it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is fun. That, that was kind of my problem. It too. looks cool, but like how much longer do I want to spend time doing the same thing? Right, that's kind of how I felt about it too. At least with Transformers, you're like big robots fighting in the city, and here you're just like beating up bad guys. 
Right. Did either of you but guys yeah. play as the Ninja Turtles in Injustice 2? Because they were like... I did. What was that it's like? very good. Is it? Um, yeah, they're they're pretty similar to like other like Mortal Kombat characters. But um, yeah, I do really like the characters and the character. I actually really like the character designs in there too. I think they're a little yeah, obviously they're good. more realistic. Yeah, they they have to fit the aesthetic of Mortal Kombat. But yeah, they're pretty good and pretty brutal, or uh, not Mortal Kombat, but Injustice. But they're based off of the same. Yeah, which properties. is pretty much just Mortal Kombat versus DC without all the blood blood and stuff yeah um but yeah um the turtles were very good in that in those and they're it's fun to fight like superman as Raphael. um yeah i I really enjoy it and um i guess we can kind of talk about the future well several several years ago i was into Mm -hmm. um playing like i would get addicted (laughs) to a mobile game for like a year at a time like it started with uh, marvel's contest of champions and then I was playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes until pretty much I get as far as you can possibly go without having to dump money into it for just keeping mm. up like high on the charts. And then it gets boring because you're like, well, I did everything. What am I going to do? Um, and for a while, there was Star Trek timelines I was playing. But in 2017, for maybe like six months to a year, every day I would play TMNT Legends, um, mm. which was it was just one of those dumb games. You have daily tasks. You have to like, you know, beat beat the monster of the week like beat other people you level up your characters and it's one of those games where like you unlock characters um so it was the base was like 2012 characters but then you unlock like the older 1987 characters some comic book versions of you know all kinds of villains heroes it was just a fun dumb mobile game but you know i sunk a lot of time into it i didn't pay anything for it It it's one of those pay ones like pay a dollar and get ooze or whatever i'm not doing that but yeah like there (laughs) there were mobile games that were fun there was even a side scroller a few years before that that i did play i forgot what it was called but you know it did pretty well because that's the format that a lot of um games are doing with uh the advent of smartphones you get you get the casual gamers Mm. in there you get the 40 year old dad who's like i watched ninja turtles when i was 10 i know more than you do and I was like, right. no, you don't. I had a podcast about him, <laughs> sir. <laughs> True. You're cool. Uh, so I guess if you want to talk about the future of uh, the Turtles games, because we do have a couple of things that are coming out that I'm yeah. actually very excited about. Yeah. Um, so the first one that was announced was a new um, beat-em-up slash side-scroller <laughs> called uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge which is kind of a uh, spiritual successor to like the arcade games. Yeah, boy. It looks good. looks fun. Yeah. It looks really good. Dan, do you know anything about this? No. First time hearing about it. Yeah. So um, the big thing about this is you can play as more than just the Turtles. You can play as April O'Neil and Splinter, I believe, Mm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it's going to be. Um, they haven't announced the um, an actual date yet, but is it is supposed to release this year? Um, so I am very excited about that because they're like returning to form, and it's like obviously what people know the turtles for in video game form is go- always going to be like the arcade game slash turtles in time. What's yeah? The, um, I mean, it's got it's got nostalgia. It's got better gameplay. Right. You know, people are gonna love it. What's the platform? Yeah. It's gonna be on everything. Okay. Yeah, so you'll be able to play it. Dang. I'll have to get it for a um, PC because I only have a PS3, which they don't make it for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be coming out, which I think is really cool. And um, there's going to be the Cowabunga collection, which yeah. is going to be a collection of all basically a lot of the games that we already talked about. They just um, announced that, that like when we decided to make a Ninja Turtles video games podcast. Right. We should do that like with more stuff we already like. Because like we did a Wilhelm yeah. scream and they're like, we're making an album for the first time in a decade. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Things we talk about, people just make things. So let's just It's us. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing it. We're the change we're we want to see. Yeah, you know it'd be yeah. cool is if the Beatles got back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm very excited for that. It's going to be cool to have all those games like on my Switch or whatever. I can just bring them wherever. And um, yeah, so that's kind of like the future of Turtle stuff. And uh, I'm excited about the future. So I guess like are we talked into Turtles video games? Yeah. Yes. Jeff says yes. 
Uh, I'm gonna say no. I think. Wow. Really? I mean, look at the conversation we just had. Yeah. There's a lot of bad games in there. Right, Jimmy. What are you saying? Um, I'm I'm gonna say yes because of what the future is going to hold for it. So there are hope. there are a lot of bad games, but I still have great memories of those bad games. So like. I'm a yes. Like, yeah, we had a conversation saying, yeah, th- this was wonky or like Battle Nexus 2 was bad. But when I was playing it, I still had fun. I'm not playing it now. I haven't played it in 20 years, but I remember playing it and I remember having fun. So it's a yes for me. See, part of my problem is uh, I didn't play a lot of the games that you guys have more fond memories of. Um, right. I really love the 2003 um, smash them up, beat them up game. Uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. But my other exposure has not been great. Um, I haven't played them in Injustice. I haven't played them in a few of the games that you guys really enjoyed. So I don't know. Um, I will try out that new game. That sounds fun. It sounds like a good opportunity to get back into the arcade-like roots of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But as of now, a lot of my memories are not great on (laughs) games that I've played (laughs) from them. That's definitely fair. Um, Yeah. the only reason I am a yes be- is because of like the Cowabunga collection that's coming out and the uh, the new beat 'em up game that's coming out as well. It just kind of goes to show that like they want to give this another try and like they're going to be kind of like delving into like what makes the turtles good and like what what makes the games good. I don't understand so, uh, why it's been sort of bungled. If you look at the releases, like it's such a right. great property and there's been a lot of like even games that we talked about here that we enjoyed, if you look at look them up, they have pretty bad reviews. Like easy money. Yeah, no, they a do. A lot of this franchise, as we've seen, is just kids like it, pump garbage Cash out, in. they'll buy it. And guess what? Yeah. It freaking worked, and I am part of the problem. But it feels like <laughs> they need to do like like a Batman Arkham Asylum. Like someone needs to like dive into like what makes the turtles special and figure out how to make that a game. Because there's so much more to it than just like walking in a straight line and beating up Foot Clan members. I don't know. Just my two cents. No, I mean, I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. So this is the end of our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles month. And like we did last time for our first series of Donald Glover, let's do a little recap. And then at the end, we'll see if we (laughs) if we like Ninja Turtles or not. Um, (laughs) So the first episode we talked about comic books, we were all yeses. Um, I believe because yes. we actually kind of messed up that episode. We were just having such a good conversation. We didn't ask the question, but I believe we're all yeses. Am I correct no. in saying so? Well, I don't know, Dan. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Yeah. I mean, right. the comics for are sure. my favorite thing of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, for sure. I think Same. IDW carries the weight like by itself because that's it's that's such what a the good video series. games need. Like the, the Turtles comics were all over the place. Some were good, some were bad, some were hard to follow. And then IDW was like, here is the, you know, definitive edition. Yeah. yeah, correct. That's what the video game needs. And then we talked about. I mean, that's what it kind of seems like they're doing. So we, we talked about the TV shows. We were all no's. Um, we kind of balanced that out. Um, I think we only liked the 2003 series and the other four were poopy poops, right? Yeah, I mean, the 1987 series holds a nostalgic place. Yeah, it's heart. it's nostalgic, but it's not good. I loved introducing mm. my niece to the Ninja Turtles with that series. I think it still works for kids. Um, but overall, there's there's not a lot of great stuff. Right. right. It's mostly 2K3 is really good. And then we get into the live action movies. Jimmy was the only no. That's right. Yeah. Even though the percentage of movies that he saw, he liked more than 50% of them. I believe, but he was well, still. Enough. You can like a movie overall, but realize that it still has a lot of problems. Well, yeah, yeah. but it's I still mean, like, you like it because like, uh, you know, Secret of the Ooze isn't a good movie, but do I like it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, you have to remember that Jimmy didn't necessarily grow up with a lot of these live action movies. So true. He kind of had them like thrown into his lap all at once and. It's different when you see things in the harsh light of day than if you're like a kid and you're like, yay, a turtle fighting thing is on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty young when I saw the first three live action movies, but like in in retrospect, only the first one is good. And like, I don't know. 
the other ones are just like fine. Right. Eh, um, then we talked that. about the animated movies, uh, TMNT 2007, Turtles Forever, and Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And we were all, yes, we liked all of those. All three of us liked all three movies. That was probably our, our best episode, I'd say, um, as far as liking things. Huh. Yeah. And yeah. right now we just talked about video games. Dan was the only no for reasons you just heard. Um, and somewhere in there we we have because um, we're recording a little out of order. Uh, we have where we talked into the 2012 series. Um, we were not. That was a no. <laughs> no. That's just a little extra fun fun that we recorded about a year ago. So, yeah, overall of the five episodes that we did. Um, I have one no, Jimmy has two no's, and Dan has two no's. So statistically, we're we're a yes, but let me ask the question. Were we all talked into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Three, two, one. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Yay. It's, it's hard not to be when you grew up with something and you still enjoy that thing and still engage with something. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of all a given and that we're all still talking to the we turtles. We spent a month learning nothing. We liked it to begin with and we still <laughs> like it. Well, you know, it's fine. The funny part is, is that after we recorded last week, we recorded comic books and TV shows and live action last week. Um, I don't think we ever even talked about like what the turtles are or like we just assumed that, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, what's up. We're just going to talk about right. it like we're we all know there's not many people that are like, what's a teenage mutant ninja turtle? Um, so, you know, like yeah. we didn't really explain like the dynamics or anything between them or like what it actually is. Um, we just assumed, you know, as well. I mean, I feel like at this point. They're not quite at the like Superman level of pop culture knowledge, but if you grew up in America um, and you're between the ages of like 10 and 60, you probably know what a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, Jeff. Yes. This closes off the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles miniseries. What are we doing next? Next, we are doing, we are boldly going where many other people have gone before. That's right, yeah. And that is Star Trek. Um, yeah. Yeah, we did a... <laughs> nice, Dan. We did nice. do a Star Trek episode before. We did Star Trek Discovery. We briefly talked about our relationship with Star Trek. Star Trek is something that I like very casually, um, and I don't know <laughs> enough about it to say, like, I'm a Trekkie. Um, but I do enjoy a lot of Star Trek stuff. So this is going to be interesting. Um, we'll we'll tell you what we're talking about next. We're doing four episodes, um, some older shows, some movies, some newer shows. Uh, we're still kind of figuring out the order we're going to be talking about. But next week, uh, we're kicking that off for June. Yeah. So if you've joined us to listen to us talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're kind of interested in Star Trek or you don't know or you are a big fan, stick around because I think you're going to find some things that you agree with, maybe some things you don't agree with. We're going to delve pretty deeply. And as Jeff said, we're going to boldly go where a lot of other podcasts have gone before. <laughs> many, many, yeah. many, many podcasts. I think this is the mini series that I'm most excited for that we that we're doing because like there's a lot of Star Trek that I do like, but there's also a lot of Star and, Trek that I don't know. And you know, we do have some guests on. Uh one of the guests is our friend, one of Jimmy's friends, and you know, there there might actually be somebody of note that we have as a guest. We'll, we'll talk something. We'll talk about that soon. That's true, yeah. So stick around. For future episodes. In the meantime, Jeff, where can people find the podcast online? People can find the podcast on talkmeinto.com. <laughs> you can find us on Spotify. Leave us a review because you can do that now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasting needs from. And you can find us on patreon.com slash talkmeinto. Uh, we do a lot of fun stuff. We do exclusive episodes called Talking Shit. Every month, you get to hear us talk about whatever the frig we want to talk about at that time. And check us out on YouTube at uh, Soda Discussions. We drink soda and talk about it. It's very cool. Jimmy, where can people find you online? You can find me at Son of a Fitch on Twitter, S-O-N-N-A-V-A-F-I-T-C-H. 
And uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash son of a fitch as well. And yeah, find me on all those platforms. It's very nice of you to do so. Dan, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter uh, under the name Danny underscore breakdown and check out my band Disqualifier wherever you listen to music. Jeff, how about you personally? You can personally find me on Twitter at J-E-F-F-F-F-F-27. That's Jeff with five Fs, the number 27. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Space. Space. The final Final frontier. frontier. (laughs) It sounded in time. I don't know if it was or not. Of the Starship Enterprise. (laughs) It's not. It's five-year mission. To explore strange new worlds. It's ongoing mission, Dan. Oh, come on. Old school, Jim. Who are you? Old school. I'm ready to go. We're doing video games. My email. I hope it's with a female. Do, 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 do. There's a new strong bad email just came out. I haven't watched Get it. Get the heck out. Is it the first one in years or am I just behind? Um, I think it's the first one at least in a couple years. I could be wrong. Wow, that's very cool. They had to reformat the entire website because Flash is dead. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yep. What a what a job. What heroes they are, really. I know. They didn't have to do anything. They could have been like this is 20 years old. You're late. It's over. <laughs> yeah. It's probably all on YouTube now anyway, right? Yeah, most of it's on YouTube now. That's what they do. They give an option to watch on YouTube or watch somehow on the website. I don't know how, but... Technology. Okay, yep. I just sent the list that I made to my email. Dun, dun, dun. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Back in the New York groove. Back. Yeah. Back. Back in the New York. Back in the New York groove. All right. Dan, you want to bring us in? Sure. Um, Do you want to make this just one big free flowing segment again? Or what do you want? Yeah. Sure. We can do that. I also don't know what exactly games you want to talk about. We'll just go through. We'll just. Yeah. Text it to us. I played a lot of them a couple of days ago. And if you want, I can just kind of go through sure, I'll like throw what I played you, and stuff. I'll okay. come back and then I'll throw it to you. Sure. 